Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael B. Ross, and I would like to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope that the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life, and I hope that all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started today, as I always like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast today, I would like to ask you to put that thought, phrase, idea, or quote into absolute immediate action. It is the application of our education that makes the biggest difference in our world. What I don't want for any of you is for you to look back on your life with regret. The research shows that 90% of people look back on their life with significant regret. And the number one regret of the dying is I did not live a life true to who I knew I should be. I instead based my life on the expectations of others. What I want for you is when you are compelled, when you feel like you need to do something and your moral compass is telling you it's right, I want you to move forward, regardless of what the world says around you. My mentor, Jim Rohn, used to say this great quote all the time in his training. He said, if you want the extraordinary, then you can't do what is usual. If you do what is usual, you'll have to settle for the ordinary. I tell you what's unusual, and that's taking absolute immediate action on ideas that compel you. Most people don't do that. Most people are in analysis paralysis, and most of the time, that's a result of them looking and thinking about what other people will say about what they're doing. I don't want you to do that. So take immediate action. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about the formulas of success and specifically on clarifying success. What is success is kind of what we're going to cover today. Before we do that, however, I would like to take a moment and hear a word from our sponsors. Foreverlawn is the premier artificial grass company in the world, and they are looking for dealers near you. If you're an entrepreneur, business owner, or investor looking for a great opportunity in a thriving market, then Foreverlawn is a great fit for you. Foreverlawn has separated themselves by the quality of their grass by their innovation in developing new products, and by the integrity of their customer service. Foreverlawn makes it their mission to help their dealers thrive. They have easy-to-use systems, training, and proactive support to ensure success. Visit www.foreverlawn.com and click on the Business Opportunities page today for more information. Okay, so I'm a little bit weird. I will admit that. And a few years ago, I started to study quantum physics and physics and the person that I began to study when I was studying physics just you know it was just for pleasure I was studying physics cuz I'm kind of weird but anyways I started studying physics started studying this guy named Sir Isaac Newton you may have heard of him before but he has these different formulas of motion And I started to see that. And me being a success expert and a person that helps businesses grow and helps leaders become who they're meant to become, I started to look at that and say, you know, I could use these laws of motion and these formulas that he has for physics for human achievement. And so I took a few of his formulas and I changed them just a bit to fit formulas of success. And so I want to talk to you about this. 
And hopefully we'll get to cover all of the formulas in the upcoming podcast. But the first thing when it comes to talking about success and formulas of success, if you want to have growth and you want to have the best life possible, is you have to clarify what success is. So I'd like to ask you real quick in the, in the back of your mind, the recess of your mind right now, if you're in the car by yourself or if you're with somebody else listening to this, what I'd like you to do is just quickly think about what is your definition of success? What is it? Just say it out loud. Okay, I'm assuming that you did that. And so I want to talk to you next about what the actual definition of success is because Everybody has their definition of success, and success is a science. It isn't an art, so it's always going to be changing and growing and moving and molding and shaping as you move forward, but the textbook definition of success is this. It's the achievement of a purpose or aim. It's the achievement of a purpose or an aim, and all of us think of success in the mode of triumph that at the end you won and now I am successful. But we know success is a lot more than that. When you think about it, if you start to think about success is a choice, it's a choice that you make to be successful or to not be successful. And the subsequent choice says that we make each and every day will lead us closer to success or towards failure. Success is also a ladder. And there is something so great about climbing a ladder and knowing that each rung of this ladder, I am going to eventually reach the top. So there is something that feels successful when you're actually climbing a ladder. We also know that success is risky. It's a risk. You have to jump. You have to get rid of the M in impossible. You have to say that impossible is nothing, and you have to take that risk and jump over a cliff to get to the other side. We also know that success is a journey. It's not a destination. It's a journey. It's something that we walk on for the rest of our life. And here's what you do know about achievement. When you reach achievement, you don't stop there. In fact, if you stop there, you'll eventually go backwards. You'll stagnate. You know, people who rest on their laurels long-term eventually stay where they were. We look at kids in the fourth grade. We say, okay, we built these chairs for kids in the fourth grade, and they're smaller, right? And a kid completes fourth grade, we say, great job. What if a kid in fourth grade completes fourth grade, and he says, you know what, I'm done. I'm going to stay here at school, and I'm going to stay in fourth grade. Well, eventually what happens? Those little small chairs that they make, they outgrow them. And we come in and we say, listen, you are too big to be in fourth grade. And they say, no, 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 this is where I want to stay. So success is a journey. And this is the thing that's funny. A lot of people want to stay in the metaphoric fourth grade for the rest of their lives. And I think that's insane. So we have to realize that success is also a journey. Success is also not a straight line. Success is up and down and in and out. And sometimes you feel like you've taken three steps backwards and the next day, four steps forwards. And so it's not this perfect linear line that you start walking down this path. And as long as I walk and stay on this path, it's going to be perfect. No, life brings you ups and downs, light and darkness, love and hate, hope and despair. And you have to choose love over hate, 
hope over despair and light over darkness. And so sometimes you don't. And there are days where you don't choose light over darkness. You choose darkness over light. There's some days that you choose despair over hope. But the key is that you keep on the journey and you keep moving forward and realize that success is not a straight line, but it's up and down, it's in and out, it's backward and forward. But success is also great triumph when you've persevered under trial and you've fought and you scratched and you claw and you get to the top of the metaphoric mountain and you raise your hands to the sky. It is triumph. It is elation and joy. It is also the thing that brings people together at a very high level. When you have had success and you have reached the top with a group of people, there is no bonding experience out there like reaching the top of a mountain with a group of people. I love the metaphor that it is easy to travel alone, but it is lonely. It is hard to travel in groups, but it's much more rewarding. And I know this. I went on vacation with uh, some family a few years ago, and we went to Breckenridge, Colorado, and we went skiing and snowboarding and tubing and went on a sleigh ride, and we're in the mountains. It was beautiful, and I remember traveling in the airport and on our bus because we had 15 people, and we rented this small bus. And I'm telling you, it was hard to travel in those groups, especially with little kids. But the the destination or the success of that trip would would have been not rewarding whatsoever had I gone alone. It was only really rewarding because I was with others and doing it. So success is also about bonding with others and bringing people together. Now, when it comes to success, what we have to realize is Success isn't circumscribed to just one area of life. And the research shows there are eight major areas of life. I want to share these with you today and tell you that even if you're really successful in your career, let's say you're a multimillionaire, you own multiple businesses, you have 100 employees, you know you're very profitable every year. That doesn't mean necessarily that you're a success in life because there's eight major areas of life and they all affect and touch one another. So here's the eight major areas of life. First, relationships. Relationships is a major area of life. And relationships are where we form values. It's where we form bonds. It's where we form identity. It's where we get to know ourselves and others and the social cues. Next, mental health. Our mind affects every area and aspect of our lives. And so you can have great relationships and not have great mental health and your relationships will suffer as a result of poor mental health. So you've got to keep your mind sharp. You've got to keep growing. You've got to keep learning. You've got to keep challenging your mind so you can go further and think better. Next is physical health. Physical health. If we don't feel good about ourselves and about our bodies and we we don't have great physical health. We are going to be limited in other areas of our life. I had a great pleasure knowing someone for many, many years who loved to be with their family. And this person was was very obese, overweight, 
And the person, because they wanted to be with their family and go on the trips that their family was going on and be able to climb hills and go upstairs and to see the different sites, decided they were going to lose weight. The person lost over 100 pounds, which took a lot of pressure off their body, and so they could experience more in their relationships. So our physical health can keep us from relational experiences it can also keep us from great mental health now think about this for a second have you ever had a bad meal at lunchtime and then you go back to work and try to get the most out of your mind doesn't really happen does it you eat high starchy food you eat wings and pizza and you go back to work and try to think your best it doesn't happen because you limit your blood flow because of the cholesterol and the and the fat in that food and so Physical health definitely affects mental health. And then there's society. Society is a major area of life, and it's kind of, you know, what, what is my environment? And if I'm not aware of what my environment is and I'm not aware of the social cues and the social rules, I can limit my relationships, my physical health, my mental health. The next is finances. 80% of stress in stress-induced patients have come from poor Financial management or a lack of finances. Finances affect every area of our life. So if we're not successful in that area of life, it is going to affect our relationships. It's going to affect our mental health. It's going to affect our physical health, literally, and it'll affect how far we can go in society. The next is lifestyle. Our lifestyle. What makes us us? What are the things that define us as a person? What are the natural things? What are your hobbies? What are your interests? Most people, when, I, when I've worked with, with coaching clients individually, the number one neglected area is lifestyle. What makes you you? And most people put no time and energy into thinking about what would give me a successful fulfilled lifestyle. I know people who love to play music and they love being around music. I know people who have played instruments and they love playing those instruments, but the demands and the pressures of all of those around them and the demands and the pressures of their family or the demands and the pressure of their career have kept them from doing something that they love. And I always recommend if someone plays guitar, they play piano, they play any other instruments, drums, they play the saxophone. I say, pick that back up. Start playing it again. And what's funny to me is they'll pick that back up and they'll come back to their coaching session the next week and they'll say, oh my gosh, I feel so much more fulfilled in every other area of my life because I'm doing something that I love to do. So lifestyle is a major area of life and something that we have to be successful in if we're going to have overall success. Next is spiritual health. You know, what you believe about life, existentialism, why are we here? Where did we all come from? You're tapping into the higher power. I have my own beliefs, and I believe in God. I believe in a creator, and I believe that our creator loves us, that he adores us, that he wants the best for us. I also believe in darkness, on the spiritual side of darkness, that there is an enemy out to steal, kill, and destroy, and he only wants to steal, kill, and destroy. 
So if you're not clear about what's going on spiritually and you don't have your beliefs formed, that will affect other areas of your life because we truly are three-part beings. We're body, soul, and spirit. And if you neglect your spirit, it will affect your body and it will affect your mind. Finally, career. Do you love what you do? You spend one-third of your waking hours at work. Do you love it? And if you don't love the overall part of work, what do you love about it and do you focus on that? And is your career taking you towards the levels of success that you want? So when it comes to success, listen, those eight major areas of life will always give us ways we can improve. And I'm telling you this, you can always improve in your relationships. This is great. It's what I love. Life is a journey. It's not a destination. We always have room to improve. And that is one of the things that fills us up more than anything else is making progress in our lives. And so you have eight areas that you can always make progress in. Can you always make progress in your relationships? I'm telling you the answer is yes. I've been married for 10 years, and I feel like now, honestly, I'm just getting to know my wife, just getting to know her. For those of us that get married and we think it's going to be rainbows, sunshines, and unicorns all the time are false. It is false. And I'm going to tell you why, because as a person, you will continue to grow and learn more about yourself if you're interested in personal development. You listening to this podcast right now tells me you're interested in that. So I'm going to tell you, you're going to keep getting better as a person. You're going to keep uncovering things about yourself you didn't know. So what does that mean? The person who you spend your life with also is not always going to know you. So you have to continue to cultivate that relationship. There's always areas to grow in relationships. Next is mental health. We always can learn more. I tell you what, what's funny to me is every time I walk into a library, I am humbled about how little I know and how if I ever think I am becoming smart or the smartest person in the room, I just walk into a library and I go, oh my gosh, I don't know a dang thing. And I love what Socrates used to say. If there's one thing I know, it's that I know nothing. But that's the beauty. It's not to knock us down or to, to kill our image. What it is is to say, you know what? Life is learning. Life is growth. And we can always learn something new. I tell my kids that all the time. I say learning is the greatest adventure of all. So make sure you're always learning and always growing. Physical health. We can always get in better shape. It's funny. The older I get, and people tell you this, and when you're younger, you don't really believe this, but the older I get, the more I realize it's a little more difficult to stay in shape. I was an elite athlete. I was a scholarship athlete in college, and I could eat whatever I want, whatever I wanted, however I wanted, and I would still have a six-pack with the 12 ounces free on the side because I was I was in such good shape, and food just burned through my body. And I could still be ripped. Older I get, the more I realize it is not that simple. I have to let my mind help my body, meaning I have to be smarter about what I eat. And I have to think through my exercise routine because I don't have as much time as I used to to exercise. But I still do. And I have to wake up early. And I have to be disciplined enough to get right on it. Social. I can always contribute more to society and help shape our environment in society. And the moment that we stop thinking that we cannot impact society, we lose tremendous power. Finances, you can never make enough money, quote unquote, in your life because once you make enough for yourself, and I've been blessed enough that I have enough. 
for me and my family. I really do. And I'm very blessed to say that. But now my, my energy and efforts are turning to how can I then affect my community? How can I affect those around me? How can I help others become financially healthy so that they can be the best that they can be in their lives? So it's not that you ever stop. You can never make enough because there's always something you can contribute to. But at the same time, I can turn my energy and efforts into helping others have success in that area. Lifestyle. I can always become more and pour into more of the things that fill me up as a person. That The hobbies, the interests, the travel for me. It's another thing I love. I love seeing new landmarks and sites. And then spiritual health. I can always get closer to God. We can never know enough about God. I mean, goodness gracious, uh, created the universe. I mean, let's think about that for a second. You can always get to know God better. And that's always an invitation out there. And then career. We can never, ever rest on our laurels. Somebody is always trying to take your spot. So you always have to set expectations of yourself in your career that you are going to be the best of the best of the best. And if you keep that in the forefront of your mind, you'll never rest in your laurels and just continue to grow. Remember this. This is a fact. Each area, major area of life affects the others. And what I want you to do is I want you to take some inventory on yourself and and when you get some time, if you go home, I would love you to take this podcast and just write down those major areas of life and just ask yourself, in what areas am I reaching success? What areas am I falling short? And remember this. This is a fact I never want you to forget. Remember that 85% of adults have a negative self-image. So that means the majority of you listening to this right now struggle with your own self-image. And the reason why that's important is because most people talk themselves out of having a successful life because they don't believe they're worth the effort. I want to tell you a fact. You're worth the effort it takes to reach success. You are worth it. Do not sell yourself short. Do not believe the lies. And do not give in to fear, doubt, and worry that tells you you can't do it or you're not good enough. I want to tell you today that you are. And you are worth the effort it takes to have success. So as a conclusion today, remember, everyone has their own definition of success. And success is a journey, a risk, a struggle. And it is also elation and triumph. Remember that the eight major areas of life affect each other. And you're worth the effort. The next time we get together on the formulas of success, I will get into the formulas themselves. And the next one is D equals A multiplied by T. I hope you listen next time on the HBK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.